I would have been here sooner, but there was a emergency garbage surgery that needed my attention. Oh, I was dealing with emergency as well. I assume yours was more insertion than removal. Uh, mine was PS4 possible dying. Oh, no. But I resurrected it. Good thing you have a spare. This oh, was the gold one dying, though. The one that's irreplaceable. Well, you know. So it, it all turned out to be an HDMI connection error on the TV's end, so oh, the good. PS4 itself is fine. But uh, basically, we turned it on, and it was just flashing a black screen at us. Awesome. I think Fort Max is having problems. Yes, he's having. He's 100% radio today and 0% Fort Max. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Is less than ideal. Oh. <laughs> how, how does he even... She. This is odd even by us. Is it wireless and picking something up? I don't know. Is it transmissions from the black helicopters that keep flying over? Probably. That more sounds like a problem you would have, Paladin. I thought I provided the black helicopters. <laughs> yes, but Paladin strikes me more as the uh, paranoid type. <laughs> Are you recording this? Uh, probably. Okay. I mean, that's always the intent. <laughs> He's getting the, we know he has a Texas station, so it's local. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know anything else, so I'm just pointing out the obvious. Yeah. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is an interesting problem. Not particularly, it's just another problem. <laughs> well, yes. Maybe Fort Max is having an HDMI issue, too. Probably. How would HDMI do that? Shh. Ken, this is probably your fault, anyway. What do you mean, Most probably? <laughs> well, I'm here, so yes, it probably is. Fort Max, did you update Skype? Can Fort Max even hear us? Well, that's a good question. Now, since Fort Max is not typing into the chat, or if Fort Max is typing into the chat, it's... Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, he can't hear us. Hi, Fort Max. All we hear from you are transmissions from a radio station. Or the Crab Nebula, we're not entirely sure. You know, whichever comes first. There's not much of a difference there, I think. I mean, there's no guarantee these are current transmissions. Right. Are we listening to ghosts? That's spooky. I think if we wait a while, uh, Fort Max will start uh, radiating old Doctor Who episodes. <laughs> well, maybe we should wait a while. We'll get some of the lost ones. <laughs> so, Fort Max, I don't think it's an issue with Skype. I think it's just, you know... You. The headset. <laughs> well, some other programs. It's not maybe. us, it's you. Um... Is it the headset? 
Well, what else could it be? I don't know. Is it wired? Is it wireless? Then how? <laughs> um, are the wires bare? Perhaps they've turned into an antenna. Perhaps. Not that that really makes much sense. Well, the radio cut off. So can hear from Max, though. You're static. Huh? Hello? Hey! Hooray! What'd you do? What'd you do? I unplugged my headphones. Okay. Oh, so we're coming out over the speaker now. I don't know how the heck that would do anything. So you're listening to us over your speakers, not your headphones now. Well, I had been listening. Well, I... I've always do it over the speakers. I just have a, uh, I'm, the speaker on this little dinky headset isn't very good. Okay. That explains a lot of things, actually. Potentially. <laughs> okay, so what did you... I over the speakers, too. What did you do that... <laughs> I think you're talking about different things. <laughs> I unplugged the microphone and plugged it back in. Okay. And that's it? That's all I did. Why don't you do that to begin with? <laughs> usually, uh, just... Well, I haven't usually had to do that. To be fair, this is the worst the radio has gotten in a while. It was, yeah. so, cl it was so clear, though, too, is the thing. <laughs> well, it wasn't that clear. I mean, it sounded like my mom's old uh, audio cassettes. It sounded like a radio. I was sure you were about to say vibrator for a second. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Even though that didn't make any sense, but... <laughs> Actually, let me exit a little and restart uh, the recorder. No, oh, no. <laughs> back up. Well, no, he has to back up. Now we gotta do this over again, don't we? It'll probably be fine. Maybe. What could possibly go wrong? One week later... This is Superhero Time. With XV. And then I put it in him. Hey, Mickey. Yeah, droopy water weenie girl. Paladin. Ugh. Ken. Anyway, furries? And Fort Max. Sure, let's go with that. Fans, did we lose Fort Max again? Nope. Okay, just checking. This week brought to you by the power of cows, it's superhero time. <laughs> also Ooh. the also, the power of Texas radio. <laughs> Walker, <difference>. Texas radio. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't Texas radio be cow-powered? You would think. Yeah. All, all, all leather and so whips all thing. the time. Fort Max, confirm or deny? <laughs> Fort Max, I really listen to radio. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, okay. do, you, do, you just, do you listen to radio or do you only broadcast it? <laughs> you know that, that just gets weirder and weirder with every. <laughs> You're listening to W4 Max. <laughs> well, no WFMX. Oh, there you go. Yeah, or KFMX. Are y'all K Town? Yeah, except for a couple stations that have been around uh, for a long time. Okay, fine. KFMX. It doesn't really matter. Lousy K people. <laughs> W people represent. Oh, that's right. It's the Mississippi River that delineates from W to K, doesn't it? Yeah, for the most part, though. Yeah. I mean, we do have a few W stations here and there. Legacy ones. Yeah. So they cost more for no reason? 
Apparently so. <laughs> Way too much diecast in those. <laughs> <laughs> Just like RFC. Um, so... <laughs> Speaking of legacy toys, I saw um, Toku Nation's gallery of the Falcon Zord, and I gotta say, in the comparison pictures, the original looks a lot better. Yes. I've heard that a lot. Is the original one Zord Builder compatible? Well, no, but like... the new one, really? Really, (laughs) all you gotta do is strap it to the back of something. Yeah, you know... strap on? Pretty much, yeah. Man, it does look a lot worse. Holy crap. (laughs) Oh my god. Link? Anyone? Uh, I'm sure right, Paladin can help you. Paladin, do your job. Paladin wasn't I prepared for this. I want to talk about this. I don't want to things look terrible. I, 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 I wanted I, I, to mention it just because like the older one looks so much better. I, I want to sit and laugh at Bandai. Also, we can pick my watermarks if you want to. What's wrong with watermarks? I don't know. I just don't like the watermarks on uh, these okay, galleries. Well. They're too colorful. Watermark shouldn't be colorful. Should blend in. Yeah. Too much water. Seven point eight out of ten. Actually, it's too much mark. Not enough water. Like you know, the one that blends in, but you can see it. Okay. It does its job. Okay. So the way to think about watermarks is: remember, in the late nineties, when Fox Kids was still around, remember yeah. how intrusive the bug in the corner got? Oh God! It got worse and worse with every season. Exactly. So yeah. like. But yeah, and it would original. It was just okay, kind of clearish outline. Then it got colors. Then it yeah. had the moving. Uh, uh, spot, it had the moving searchlights. Then it started spinning. Or then the whole thing started spinning <laughs> around. It had a colorful border. <laughs> Somebody just had way too much time on their hands. <laughs> okay, you know, honestly, looking at it, um, I don't think it looks that much worse than the original one. In fact, the head I think is better. Cause it, doesn't it definitely have the... doesn't look worth $60, though. No, it doesn't. I'm just saying <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't I look awful. Say it, I, I think it looks better than the original. It is good that they added that wing joint, too. I, I like that its claws are multiple-jointed. I like the underside of its head isn't this weird, gappy, obvious hinge. I don't know. For me, it, it just loses something. Like... The old one had this, like, charming tackiness that kind of went with the whole look of it. And the new one's playing it a little too serious. <laughs> I don't know about that. And it's kind but... of pointless to shove it out now when it won't have anything compatible for almost a year. Well, that didn't stop him with the... Uh, what you use it? Titanus? Tiger Zord. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... $60. Seventy dollars, eighty dollars. Uh, well, it started at eighty. Although Wait a the few weeks, <laughs> the SRP, the SRP was sixty. It started at eighty. Then a couple weeks later, Toys R Us rolled it down to sixty, so that people would think they were getting a deal. Oh, that's not dirty at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, I like that the top of his wings is cleaner. It doesn't have the pegs sticking out of it. Maybe it just needs more chrome. By more, I mean any. It just needs to be die-cast. I thought it was. Like bare metal die-cast type, which is a yellow oh. clear coat on it. Okay. All right, well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so, in terms of actual news... Okay, this year we can look forward to Kamen Rider Amazons. Holy crap. 
the most cr- that's that it's it's both like the most crass mer- you know cross promotion thing I could think of, and yet a series about Common Rider Amazon airing on Japan Amazon Prime. Yes, and the trailer is um. It is very Showa in its uh, boringness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, they will still need to add 48 more riders to qualify for free, for free shipping. No, uh. if, you have, if you have Amazon Prime, it doesn't matter. You already got it. So, um, apparently now Amazon looks like a Sonic the Hedgehog character. <laughs> well, one of them. Any of them, really. It's more pronounced on the green one. Oh, I meant any of the Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Oh. The Amazons. Oh. And at least we do have proof that this will be worth watching. Do we? It's written by Kobayashi. Oh, that's right. And uh, one of the two main Amazons is played by Go Blue. Wait, wait, main Amazons? How many Amazons are there? Two. Four thousand. This, it's sort of a big gap. (laughs) (laughs) There are two or four thousand of them. There is Amazon Alpha and Amazon Omega. Oh, oh, I, got, Pokemons. I got confused when Fort Mac said two main Amazons. Yeah, there's two Amazons. Well, some of the things, the, the monsters that... Well, there were some other Amazon-looking things in there. Regardless, it does look interesting. Uh, more interesting than Ghost looks right now, so I'm curious. Well, we'll learn about that next week because it's time for the Juojer crossover. Oh. Oh, oh I'm sorry, Juojer. Are they going to get Ghost in my Juojer? Yes. Apparently, yes. now I'm sad. Well, I mean, it's yeah. not as bad. It's not as bad as some things could be. <sighs> like this time last year when we watched Ninja and Drive. I didn't watch that. You did. I wish I didn't. <laughs> if that counts for anything. <sighs> I mean, I kind of understood that going in anyway. <laughs> yeah. This time, at least, you know, I, there's one show I find tolerable, but kind of eh. And the other, and the other show I like a lot, so it's at least you know better. Not as good as like Tokyo and Gaim, but <laughs> <laughs> even I enjoyed Tokyo and Gaim, even though I didn't enjoy Tokyo at that stage in Tokyo. Mm. In retrospect, do you enjoy early Tokyo? You know, I haven't gone back to watch it. That'd be an interesting experiment to see if you still don't like the early episodes or not. That's I, true. I, I, I find a lot of Tokyo wouldn't be as good without the build-up in the beginning, though, too. Hmm. Like I ass- most trains, it starts slowly. Yes. I assume my perception of early Tokyo would be. As time goes on. God damn it, Paladin! You waited like one line to go straight back to Pines. <laughs> no, I think he changed oh, lines. He was um, lying in wait like a little trap. It's a landmine that's been buried. <laughs> Princess Di warned us about you. <laughs> damn, look what happened to her? Wow. God damn, Paladin! Wow. Shit. <laughs> Not only is that staying in, that's going to be a combined intro quote someday. <laughs> um, now, I imagine my perception of early Tokyo would be different now just because I know what it turns into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a pretty good track record by the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> now I wish I had started to call this week so I could hang up on Paladin. <laughs> ah, well. Hindsight and all. Oh, yes, Amazon looks interesting. And in other news, Augito is coming to Blu-ray because apparently they have to finish up the upscales first. 
I like that the three leads came back together to announce that, so that was cute. But of course, it cost the the usual twenty thousand yen per set. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, it's kind of standard. Yeah. Japanese Blu-ray prices are a thing. That's why Japan still has a booming rental business. Uh huh. Okay, it's gone silent. Start abusing Ken. Okay, so in fun news. Uh... The Juo Dromeca is down to $58 on Amazon with free shipping. So you're going to buy one? Well, no, I've got other things to take care of first. But the terrible designs for this show are doing wonders for the price. Oh, yes. <laughs> By Christmas time, they'll be giving them away free. And then you can buy them. Yeah. I might even I buy believe, them. I believe the Gorilla Zord comes out this weekend as well. Well, it should. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh-huh. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen six yet, but I saw the preview, so... Well. Yeah, I haven't watched this week's episodes. Nor I. I don't, I don't think it's up yet, is it? Yeah, it, it is. is. It's Subs, up. Subs came out last night. Yeah, they were... They've yeah, been like... They've been, they've been, SD wasn't up when I checked this morning, but... They've been fairly on the ball for this uh, series. Mm-hmm. Well, perhaps they're enjoying it, for one thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perhaps it's perhaps. also not, like, super complicated to translate, either. I don't... That doesn't seem like it is. I wouldn't know, though, not being a translator myself, so... No, no. But, you know, enjoyment can really affect that, too. Yes, it can. Enthusiasm and whatnot. Uh-huh. Let's see. In other news, the new Garo series, Garo Retsuda, will begin on April 8th. And do we know anything about it yet? No, the only character advertised in the announcement poster is uh, Zaruba. Who's in everything? So who the right. hell knows? <laughs> that's like the most trollish person they can put in. That's the most trollish character they can put in there. Yeah. No, no, he is the only character in it. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised at this point if it's like Ultraman Retsuden. Well, like even the, even the press release is just like, who knows? <laughs> like, will your favorite characters appear? Is it a sequel? Is it some kind of side story embedded in the series? <laughs> is it just here's some old Goro? Well, I Tune assume in. it'll be Something partly that. Might happen. <laughs> uh, so we'll see in a couple weeks. Are they just going to cut the movies up and air them, you know, week to week? I mean, there's a couple... Unfortunately, I mean, they... can't rule that out, can we? No. no. They'd never do that. No, just like they'd Shh. never chop up Gundam Unicorn to fill out two seasons worth of time with. In, in, in the, in the um, children's anime block at that. <laughs> yes, well, that's how badly Dance by the Bots did. Yeah! Damn. That is like the weirdest lead-in to Super Sentai it's had in a while. Yeah. Like, stupid children's shows? Okay, I can get that. Card games, all right. Unicorn is... it. That's a leap. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. Unfortunately, I've watched that thing. I mean, I like it up until the until you find out what that um, well, Plus's box actually is, and then you're like, "What the hell is this?" Story? Oh yeah, the entire thing is completely stupid. Yeah, it, it that almost kind of ruins the entire thing for me. I mean, the show has very high production values, which you would expect for um, a series that came out up to two times a year in theater debut. Um, Sometimes most of the, for half of it, it wasn't even that. That frequent. Like I said, at most. Yeah, at most. It's an OVA series. 
Yeah, well, yeah, but I think the original plan was for it to release twice a year, and they couldn't even keep up with that. That's the one that had the Gundam that split open to reveal, like, Tron lines underneath it, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was a fun design. It's a neat design. I have a couple of the model kits. But, um... I don't know. I, mean, I don't hate Unicorn. It's just... That's so weird. It is. It's gone silent again. Views can. <laughs> Ow! I don't know the who did that, but good job. The only other bit of news right now is episode titles for Dino Charge episodes 9 through 12. But unfortunately, the air dates listed with these appear to be wrong. Didn't we talk about this last week in the non canon part of the show? I don't know. It's no longer canon. Great <laughs> <laughs> memory. Who's like gobbling pills? Damn it, Paladin. I know this show's bad, but come on. <laughs> What's it gonna be next? Pork rinds? Crunch, 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 crunch. I have nothing to say about these air dates. I mean, these titles. Yeah, they're not exactly inspired. They also say nothing, so. Next! <laughs> and I think that's about it for this week, unfortunately. Or fortunately. That's the case. One of the two. Yeah. Well, look, if it turns out we have to declare this non-can also, at least we're only losing about 15 minutes at this point. (laughs) So, you know. Well. Hmm? Eh? But how about that Digimon? Oh my god, try. So good. Yeah, try to pad this out. <laughs> um, there's some weird things in that second part, though. But I, I, I'm kind of like giving them the benefit of the doubt. I know there's still, you know, a lot. Uh, have left we all of it. seen it at this point? I have. Yes. Apparently. Okay. We've either all seen it or don't care. I assume, Paladin. Yeah, I, I, kind of. I really love how they tease each Joji. Yeah, so you just seem for like a split second at first. You're like, wait, wait, like, did I just see? Like in the, I, I love the part. Like in, it's like in, the, towards the second part, and he's like, he just appears in the background randomly when uh, Mimi's fighting um, Ogremon, mm. and it's just like, then he's gone. <laughs> and, and still um, answer the question: What happened to the other zero two kids? No, and government, no, and you can tell government lady is definitely uh, kind of in on this whole thing. <laughs> um. Well, I don't think they're dead because apparently the, the epilogue is still canon. So, hmm? the zero two epilogue where they're all grown up and with kids. No, around. I'm talking about the I government lady hates. that's in uh, Try. Himikawa. Uh, yeah, because when uh, Leomon gets well, Leomon, she's <laughs> grinning at it. I, 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 I'm, I felt bad, but I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. When Leo Ball showed up, I was like, okay, yeah, he's going to die. I didn't expect him to die in that mo- that very same movie. Yeah, so <laughs> I was surprised he, he got out of the world. It's he's like, not it's... coming back this time. It's like, that is yeah. Not fa- yeah, it's like, that's not the fastest Leomon has died, but still. <laughs> yeah, fastest Leomon had died was that uh, CGI uh, TV yeah. special. <laughs> Yeah, um, X Evolution, where he died within the first three minutes before the opening credits were finished. That sounds about right. Yeah. One thing I particularly love about the show, of how it's handling thing, is that it's showing them of the characters evolve into adults, where they're having questioning themselves and what they're doing. 
You're talking about Joe, aren't you? And the next well, Joe and Mimi and Ty. Oh, this yeah, problem. and uh, each uh, movie focusing mostly on two characters is kind of a nice thing. Ken, yes. yeah. Ty is supposed to get on your nerves at this point because, like, he's at that point in his life where he's trying to yeah. figure himself out, and it's well, just really I, I, annoying. I, 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 I completely get that, and that's why I'm saying, well, there's still four more parts to it, so I'm not going like, to... In September. On... God! <laughs> uh, yeah, next movie is apparently TK and... Uh, uh, is which sure, yeah. Uh, yeah which yeah, well he, only which I'm surprised that uh Gary isn't uh sharing a movie with uh Ikari again. Because I mean, they're pretty much metaphorically tied at the hip plot wise in the past. Well yeah. I I'm kinda of glad for that because I kind of hate that and that it kind of just, you know, Basically, everything Hikari does is tied to to Karu and vice versa, and I don't know. It just doesn't really give either of them a lot of room. Basically, so, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's that's better for both characters. Although, also, um, I don't want to say what's on the cover of the third of the third one, but it's slight. It's interestingly different than the second one. And apparently, okay. you can't recognize the Gokaiders at all in these, right? Um, no, when I was reminded that guy with Joe's voice, I could start to hear uh-huh. it then. Yeah, I, I can, I, because I know it's Junior Ikeda. Um, I but he's also him. a good voice actor and does yes. not sound the same in every role he does. So, same with same with Mao. On the other, yeah, on the other hand, Hikari, I can't hear Luca in that. Well, no, and um, in other voice work I've heard her in, I would never yeah. have known if I hadn't seen her name in the credits. Right, and it's like she's mainly she's she's mainly become a voice actress now. Yeah, because she's in a lot of stuff. Uh huh. Like Akeda does some things here and there. He was in Majestic. Shows, she's a Japanese Johnny Young Bosch. Uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think that's more of a common thing to happen in Japan than it is here. Yeah, but um, you know, Akeda does a few things here and there, but um, Mal's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's yeah. it's good. They uh they do good in their roles. Mm-hmm. And honestly, all the all the voice actors, the new ones, do well. And I'm just happy they finally called Mimi out for being a selfish bitch. <laughs> I like that, and, but but and I love Mimi for being a selfish bitch. Yeah, and then that the She's entire insane. thing was okay. Yeah, Mimi, you be Mimi. Keep on being a sh- selfish bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but, and that's then the moral boom, of the story. mega evolution. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I mean, and that's also the thing that throws me because I am like. Are they going to explain how that happened, or are we just going to roll with it? But we'll see. Well, well it's like not like they Mimi... had much time afterwards to no, go no. into it, con- just... considering they had they had to kill they had a Leomon to kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that only takes a couple seconds. No, Mimi realized her, her true power of being a selfish, stuck-up bitch, and that's what helped uh, Lilymon evolve into Super Slut. <laughs> Um, yeah, but super yeah. slut. But it, it, it well, was, they just uh, her better anyway. It, it, it was nice also that... Um, well, Paladin, I really doubt that Data Squad made her bouncier than she was in this. Oh! That was some My Sharani shit going on there. <laughs> actually, actually that's, that's actually wrong. It, I, Asymmetrical no. bouncing. Yeah, there are some... <laughs> there are some episodes in Savers that were animated by people who have very dirty minds. So, but regardless... Japanese um, people? Well, yes, but... Yeah, I don't know, did, did Japanese people actually animate Digimon Savers? I assume that was done in, like, Korea. Well, I assume most of it. 
Well, all the interstitials are done, but the, you know the guide frames are Japanese. <laughs> um, Korea just does the in betweens. And, and, and on the other side of that coin was Citroman. <laughs> but this this movie actually kind of um, made up for the fact that of all the uh, older characters, older characters in Zero Two, Joe and Mimi were the ones that got the shaft the most. Yeah. And hey, we got a whole one focusing on them, so that was nice. Start, you know, kind of start off with. Yeah, we got a whole movie about Joe sitting in his room, not participating. And, and it was actually compelling for some reason. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, you well, kind of had to yeah, feel bad for Gomer at that point. Trying to work through depression, it looked like. Uh huh. But mostly, you just feel bad for Gomer Mostly, yes. Well, yeah, that's also another bad thing. It's fighting against who you are, trying to be something that you can't be. Uh-huh, also that. Also, we got another ridiculous band name. I, I, hope, <laughs> God, I, I hope that's just like, I hope like every movie is just a new one. I have to assume that is an intentional running joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's just going to finally at the end of the like, no, screw this, I can't. Uh, but I'm yeah, gonna last, I'm gonna be an astronaut. first movie Bye. was uh, <laughs> Knife of Day. Uh, what was this one? Oh, um... I completely forget. I just know it was stupid. Well, of course it was stupid. Uh, it, 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 the best thing was, though, is like, Takeru says it completely seriously, and Hikari's just like, uh... <laughs> are you high? Well, I mean, that's, that's one thing they've nailed pretty well, TK's complete lack of a personality. Yes. It, <laughs> yes. Which, I mean, that's sad, but it's accurate. Yeah, like, TK's personality is... Weird hats. Yeah, yeah but, they got yeah. that too. It's like Zero Two tried to give him a personality at, at like in like two episodes and then promptly forgot it. And this has also invented a new personality for Izzy, which is weird shirts. <laughs> well, yes, his date were... shirt is fucking hilarious. Poor <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, hey, Nekumon uh, is evil. I honestly wow, couldn't see, see that, that coming. coming. Yeah, no, I, actually, I didn't actually. I wasn't I looking for it. Legitimately, did not see that coming. <laughs> really? Yeah. What is wrong I mean, with the two of you? Well, I, I, mean, I assumed that it was going to die. I, I assumed, lots of stuff based on this show. I mean, there, there's also you know there's also been um I mean there's also there's also all the Alphamon stuff in the first part, and then there's been Hackmon kind of floating around, which is the little dragon with the red cape that keeps popping up in interstitial scenes, and. But I did not expect, like, Mekumon to actually, you know, just, you know, suddenly Mako's duty device turns black, and suddenly Mekumon murders Leomon. Okay? <laughs> yes, but it wasn't really hinted to at no. all. Uh, I mean, I think going back, you can see there's certain things, like Himikawa focusing on Mako, or, you know, Alphamon trying to get Mekumon, which might show that maybe Alphamon's not the bad guy after all. Well, yeah, that's kind of the first clue. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, here's the thing: the the Royal Knights have been the, the portrayed as both heroes and as villains. And Let's all be, of well, have... yeah, I mean, the Royal Knights are portrayed as what they need to be to fulfill the situation. Yeah, so there was no telling whether or not Alpha Mon was actually good or evil. But now, then you go back and remember, like, oh, Alpha Mon did sort of save them from that last Kuagamon, didn't he? So, oh, it's interesting. And it's more interesting than Digimon's been in years. <laughs> Also, uh, it was Leomon's uh, flawless disguise was amazing. (laughs) 
Yes. That was worth every second. Yes. At least he died in style. Well, no. But yeah, I know like that. I know all the goofy things to bring for Digimon to final to bring back. I the goofy disguises are kind of one of the best ones. Geisha Palmon. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Their costume of dressing up like two kids in a trench coat. Yeah. (laughs) Instead, it's just one big kid in a trench coat. No, pretty good, and boy, it sure is going to be September when we see the next part of it. Ah. Uh, well, I have other things to hold me till then, I guess. Look, Ken, you're only going to get about three days out of Daredevil, so don't count too much on that. Well, I'm, no, I'm thinking... Well, there's two at least, right? Cocker Ranger will be out soon. Ah, mm. yes. I should finish Die Ranger at some point. Yeah, probably. I'm on disc two. That's impressive. Out of how many... <laughs> Uh, Eight? Yeah, something like that. Oh. Actually, I think it's ten discs. Yes, yeah, ten discs. Yes. Oh. <laughs> hey, out of Zoo uh, Ranger, I made it to episode three before I stopped watching. You should pick Zoo that Ranger. up at some point, too. There's lots of things I should do, but... <laughs> eh. Like I watching should fold Mega my laundry Ranger. rather than leave it in a pile. Why? <laughs> That's what responsible people do. Look, as long as you hang up your work clothes, it doesn't matter what you do with the rest of it. That's pretty much exactly what I do. Right. I don't particularly care if my t-shirts get wrinkled. Exactly. Besides, if you have, like, decent cotton t-shirts, you know, as soon as you wear them for 20 minutes, the wrinkles all fall out of them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think, I think we all run from the same school of thought there. <laughs> I think, you know, shirts these days are pretty nice. Yeah. You don't really have to worry about... to spend the minutes of my life on than putting up clothes. Yeah? I would tend to agree. As long as you wash them, that's what counts. They're clean. I'll even do that. (laughs) Until it blows the circuit in your house. Quiet, you. And explodes the TV. Quiet. Is that why the PS4 isn't working? (laughs) What, are you starting again? (laughs) What, did your gold Taco Bell uh, PS4 die on you, or...? Almost, but it turned out it was just a HDMI error with the TV. I want to turn it off the TV and turn it back on. It fixed it. So, wait, are you saying that your house is starting to have those electrical problems again? No, I think this is just a random glitch. Oh, okay. Because technically it's not running straight into the TV. It's running through an HDMI switcher, which it works automatically. Right. And it's sometimes a little glitchy, but not like that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got one. I got a switch also like that, and it's... It usually works the way it's supposed to, but sometimes, yeah, it needs, like, unplugged or something. Yeah. Not really. The worst problem I have is because I have my computer run to my TV through it, too, and mostly it's just, like, the computer forgets there's a second display port. So I have to go in and re-enable it manually, and it's a pain. Ah. So, shall yeah, I, move I was, on, please? Yeah, I was trying to think of a segue off of that, but, uh, let's yeah, let's just go to Dino Charge. Um, Ken. Huh? Yes. Okay, Dino Charge. What? Yes. Volume burst! (laughs) 
Um, Dino charges back to being completely stupid, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I love this episode so much. <laughs> I love this episode, too, because it completely ignores the lesson that it should be teaching, but we'll get uh-huh. to that later. Yes. I just want the next... I don't care about the plot. I just want the next 13 episodes to be like this. The, the, only, the only real problem with this episode, as I see it, is that there was uh-huh. no Keeper wisdom anywhere in it. Oh, it would have been so good for this episode, too. There was yeah. no heck... There was uh, no uh, hackle joining gate on the sports. That would have been <laughs> good, too, although I think they're back to just doing heckle second unit. Yeah. Which is Wait. very unfortunate. Wait. Wasted opportunity revealing that too soon. Yeah, no argument. I mean, there's only so much scenery to chew on that ship. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. They're going to run out of rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um... yeah, I guess between him and Ivan, you know, you kind of got to... Oh, God. Gotta pace it out a little bit. God. Still, I mean, those two just need a chew off for they, one episode. Not... Yeah, just one. Can you rephrase that? That sounds kind of wrong. Yeah, oh, I, I will not exactly. rephrase that. He knows exactly what about what Ivan's thinks, ooze? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, uh, the Rangers are trying to teach Coda sports, or at least a sport. Any sport. Yeah. Ivan is just disappointed that there's no greased pigs. <laughs> you want to rephrase the word sports like it's a, a proper noun, like it's capitalized? Yeah. We're telling you about the sports. <laughs> Ivan does that with a lot of words. I know, isn't <laughs> it great? Yes, <laughs> it's great when you can, you can visualize the text. <laughs> Character writing, who would have thought? Acting. <laughs> that too. Uh, but Fury is watching it and gets a Power Rangers villain idea. Which is really what this is. Hey, when yeah, do they let him out of his cage? Uh, yeah, it's complete Ritter Repulsive What are the kids plot. doing this week? Mm, I'll do that too. <laughs> that was a terrible Rita. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, you're no Amy Jo Johnson. I wasn't going to comment. The wrong pitch and everything. <laughs> I wasn't going to comment on it, but you know. I think Ken could probably do it much better. Oh, I don't even want to try. Damn. That would give me such a headache. I would murder everybody. (laughs) Magic wand? Make my monster grow! Oh, oh. Oh my god, intro quote. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh. I wish Ken hadn't talked over the end, but, uh, you know, we'll make do. (laughs) Um, so, Coda immediately breaks the tennis racket. And then, uh. Um... Breaks two tennis rackets. Oh, yes, two tennis rackets. And uh, the golf club. Well, we're not there yet. Because, um. Uh, Chase wants to show him New Zealand's, capital New Zealand's, <laughs> exclamation point, bolded. <laughs> Favorite sport, rugby. And. <laughs> so, Coda drags everybody across the field. Well, so Shelby tries to show him golf and just ask him to hit the ball as hard as he can. So he destroys the earth beneath him. <laughs> you gotta and... fix that divot, Coda. Oh, well, he gets a hole in one in a baseball coach's um, coffee. Yeah, I mean, his aim's really good. I think he was aiming the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wish pool tables weren't so expensive so they could have showed him ruining a pool table. Like, just, you know, he lines up for a shot, and then it cuts to the pool cue literally stabbed through the table. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is impressive considering those are basically stone. Right? I know. Wood. <laughs> Ken, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> Understands. <laughs> Ken, I think I, I think, I think our audience knows how pool works. Do they? It's balls that it roll up. Us. You can't green. guarantee anything they know. Yeah, it's balls you poke with a long thing. Mickey, well, perhaps you, you can explain. But you poke the balls with the long thing, and then they shoot off. Right. And holes. And yeah. somehow uh, you can summon Zords with it. Also destroy monsters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Riley is about to show Coda baseball when the most uh, Jew Ranger villain shows up. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of this episode with that monster that reminded me of the Mighty Morphin Mutants episode from the second half of MMPR season one. Uh huh. So yeah, I, you're you're onto something there. This is pretty MMPR. Yeah, paper it is. So the uh, Rangers start to fight off the minions. The minion and the monster who calls them Rangers in front of a baseball team, and nobody picks up on it. They're too well, busy running. They're far Paladin, away. They're, they're jocks. They're not very smart. <laughs> now I love when uh, the Vivics go into tennis attack mode. Uh huh. It's when you realize, oh, it's going to be that kind of episode, huh? And all this is U.S. footage, too, which is yeah. the best part. We're just going to drop all pretense of seriousness and just go straight out silly here in the first ten minutes of the episode. It's Good! Like, it's like, okay, there are some Power Ranger series that don't really clue into the wacky side of Sentai well. This does! <laughs> <laughs> like, it fully understands what it's dealing with. I mean, you look at this episode, and you're just immediately filled with regret because you realize, boy, what if they actually did adapt Tokyo with this crew? Oh. oh. The, the table and chairs monsters. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so sad. The, instead, um, the, instead, they, the, instead they have to make the ninja good. The um, birdcage yeah, wig. Good enough trade-off, I guess. Birdcage oh, wig monster. Imagine a ca- character like Heckle deciding that, oh, you're my throne now. Yeah, imagine like in, in another in another universe, Heckle would be Zed. Oh, oh. I can't go on. <laughs> Let's go on. Uh, sure. No, <laughs> no, that was RPM. Um, take okay, off. So take off. Go on. So, um, yeah, so all the other Rangers get knocked to the ground while um, they change to baseball mode, and Coda picks up a bat and nails all the balls. Ouch. Yeah. It's like Team Vivix is blasting off again. Yes, they are. Actually, literally. Um, <laughs> that is almost like exactly what happens, minus the ding in the sky. <laughs> So that monster has humiliated himself. The Rangers didn't even have to transform to send him packing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the coach saw everything, which is why they didn't, they, they didn't have them transform, I guess. And um, he's like, hey, I'm a scout. Why don't you come join a um, major league team? Just out of the blue. Okay. <laughs> well, Riley says okay. 
Coda doesn't know what's going on, but Riley would never take advantage of Coda's stupidness. No, never! <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I also like how, of course, Riley's the one who likes baseball. It is the... That is the perfect Riley thing to like. Yeah, it's all stats. Yeah! <laughs> and it's all boring. And it's boring. Yep. Like I said, it's all stats. Like, Cisco would disagree. Yes, but Cisco's baseball hero is a five foot tall fat Asian man from the late twenty second century. <laughs> you know, when baseball was in its heyday. <laughs> so, uh back on the ship, um Heckle's about ready to murder Heckle's about ready to murder the um monster. Sports monkey. Yeah, yeah. So he's about ready. To, yeah, okay, there we go. He's about ready to murder Sports Bonky um, when he blames it on his team. Isn't this monster's actual name Game Face? It is. I, I just just want to point that out. It is. It's kind of great. Actually. Now I love this particular scene. It's like it's, it's my team's fault. They're out of shape. Yeah. Hands left to like a cart full of desserts being rolled in. <laughs> <laughs> In the next shot, they have all the cream from the desserts all over their faces. Also, I like that there's just apparently, you know, a chef and or baker Vivix among the crew. Like, that's just right. that one's job. Yeah, working on the ship. Yeah. They survived the crash. <laughs> the, kitchen's, the kitchen survived, but Sledge didn't. I guess Sledge should have run to the kitchen. Yes, he should have. I just thought the villains have a dessert answer. cart. Yeah. <laughs> Covered but, in petite fours and things. And again, yes. That and is this a, is not the first time they've had the dessert cart. It's not. <laughs> they've, 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 Although they've they rolled it out at the beginning of the season. Before. They rolled it out at the beginning of the season when he was plying all the prisoners with snacks. Oh right, right, right. They, they, they sacrificed. Yeah, friends. and they served the they served the drinks on it that uh, wiped that, uh, yeah. Michael's memory of the base location. Yeah, it's like they, they, they sacrifice craft services for that scene. You have to admire that dedication. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better they have a running gag of the, the, the entire crew is just filling up on desserts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, after the last couple episodes, I was a little concerned. But I'm no longer concerned again. <laughs> I mean, let's still be cautious here. Um, but yes, this was a nice return. There are some things lacking, but this has been a nice return to form. really works. Let's not leave our rose tinted glasses on. There were a handful of episodes in the first season oh, yeah. that weren't great. Yeah. None of them were bad, but not all of them were golden. No, Some no, of them were just B episodes. Yeah, and, and the last couple episodes have been B, C plus episodes. I mean, okay, look at it this way. Like they're not they've not been bad, it's just I I'm not, I think it's noticed them because there were other a lot of the other stuff is just so good. Yeah, okay, so I, like really, the first really season think... The first season had more strong episodes than weak, I think. Um, the peak of that was the Knights of Ember Beach. And to be completely honest, like, when you hit that mark at that point in the series, there is literally nowhere to go from that but down. You're right. You're right. And, it, it's and just, that's I, just, I, that's I, what we've been I, seeing for the last few episodes. Just, you know, the downward slope from a high like that. But, you know, it has to come back. I, I feel like the execution of both the Super Mode and Aqua Ranger combined just didn't do it for me. That's really what it comes down to. It was all a little bit rushed. Yeah. Right. And Aqua's if they could keep up this pace with the characters and everything without having the 
10 Rangers limit, I think this series overall would be a lot better. I mean, and, like... And, and, with... and Aqua's, Aqua's actor just really throws me for some reason. Okay, so between Super Mode and Aqua, they basically condensed five episodes worth of content down to two. You're right. And something's going to suffer when you do that much compression. There's not enough time for the show to be itself. So and like Ken get... said, Aqua's actor is bad. Oh, yeah. yeah so but the I mean... less we have to deal with him, the better. Keeper saved us in that case. I I, I, I I hate to say that, but it's just something about him just is not on the same wavelength as everybody else. He feels like he's been blue screened into the scene. <laughs> he does. Which is suitable I mean, since Which is suitable since I am really sure they were redubbing all of his lines. Uh-huh. How bad was it before? <laughs> oh man. No way. <laughs> no, come on. Even even that gets more enthusiasm. Um, so anyway, back to this actual episode. Uh, we cut to a press conference in the cafe for some reason because that's the only set they have to work with. Uh, <laughs> it's totally filling the spot of the uh, Jim and Juice bar. Uh-huh. The thing is, like, too, though, like... This, this episode just has no pretense to actually make sense. Okay, but think about it this way. That. Like... <laughs> The way they dressed that wall to make it be the press conference, they could have totally shot that in one take and then had everybody else watching a TV in a different take use the same set space just at two different times. No, instead they had them watching from behind the bar. Right. <laughs> Which I think makes this completely intentional. No, I'm no, it it, it is intentional. Uh, I'm just saying, like, the lack of set space isn't really the issue because, like, you can shoot around that like oh, yeah. very right. easily and disguise the fact that everything's happening on one set. Okay, uh-huh. counterpoint. Um, they're probably trying to save a little bit of money since they completely went balls out for the rest of the episode of filming a lot of crazy locations with new costumes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that costs oh, a lot more money. I recognize one of the locations they stole, but we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. I mean, they're into the baseball stadium. That That's can't a little be above cheap. and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> So, them faking the news conference set, I don't have a problem with that. No, I'm just saying, like, it's not strictly a lack of set space that required that. It was a choice they made. My point was only just that, even with the space limitations, they could have done it differently if that was the choice they wanted to make. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, you have a backdrop, you can do that anywhere on... It's pretty much there to show advertise like, in real... Life, it's mostly there, okay, just to show your sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, so they Kota so shows his feet, again. and yes, yes, Riley yes, yes. tries to t- take care of it for everything. Yes, he does. And he was born on a mammoth hunt. <laughs> no, 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 not that, not that. <laughs> uh, I kind of wonder how this worked recruiting Coda because they can't imagine he has like a social security number and. He doesn't even appear to have a last name in the baseball team. He's a ringer. He's from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Cuba, probably, maybe. Well, is it, yeah, you speaking know, of which, where did New Zealand find all these Hispanic people to populate the other team? Are they Hispanic or, or Maori? Like yeah. Uh, is so, his last name just Caveman? I can imagine that is amusing. Yes. Caveman. 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 That's French. <laughs> That's why he has an accent. And, you know, I could see Riley doing all this shit, too, is the bad part. 
Well, yeah, Riley's a thinker. Also, all right. So let's cut to this uh, nice stock footage they purchased for the episode, just to sell the fact that we're in a real baseball game. Uh huh. So I I wonder what baseball stadium that actually is. (laughs) That's Comerica Park, home of the Detroit Tigers. I've been there. Oh yeah, that explains all the tigers sitting out around it. That explains all the tire fires. (laughs) (laughs) That explains all the despair. Hopefully they at least took Coda for a Coney dog after the game. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so um, that probably, that stock could probably it cost something at least. Well, no, they bought it from Detroit. How much could that have cost? Also valid. A couple of gallons of thin water. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. A case of Dasani. That hurts just sitting here and I'm, you know. You're in the land of clean water. I know. Um, Kurt, so you're yeah, also in uh, Georgia. Uh, yeah. So clean yeah. is a relative term. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Rangers are watching, and, you know, um, uh, Ivan brought his horn. <laughs> hey, bust out this 10th century Vuvuzela for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part of the episode, honestly. <laughs> like, how did you get that in here, exactly? How well, did nobody notice? You know, I mean, it's an Ivan scene. Of course it's your favorite part of the episode. It has to, I mean, yeah. Also, Chase's face in this screen cap. <laughs> All their faces. Well, no, just like... That's... Yeah, like, he was, the, he was the one right next to it, so he's the yeah. first one to react. <laughs> You don't even notice that the people behind them are made of cardboard. Well, I, no, they move, but... Some of them. <laughs> we don't draw attention. Um, so, down in the dugout, uh, Riley makes Dakota put on shoes. Which is oddly kind of depressing. All the and big he, boys wear shoes, Coda. He just looks like the biggest prick when he's doing this, too. Well, and th- yeah, this isn't the only thing. Oh, no, no. This no. is just the start. It is. Um, offhand, if Amber Beach is in California like most other Power Ranger cities, isn't the Earthquakes like the worst idea for a team name? I mean, until they started actually saying big leagues in the dialogue, I just assumed this was some, you know, minor league team that probably some uh-huh. school kid named well, as part of a contest. Well, a team name that's going to strike fear into everyone. <laughs> I don't... Yes, if you live in California, that's going to do it. If you live in California, aren't you just used to the earthquakes? I guess. If only Scott was here to ask. If only. However, it might be would be intimidating to the visitors. True. True. <laughs> Good point. So, Coda uh, immediately strikes a home run. Into orbit. <laughs> Into orbit. <laughs> or at least an exit code. To get some blue screening going on. Well, well, you know. being, I wonder uh, if they demanded drug testing for Coda after this. <laughs> what kind of results would that produce? Well, I mean, he eats hamburgers and probably drinks a lot of soda. I don't think there'd be anything untoward. So then we cut to the villains training sequence. They're going to need a montage. <laughs> yes, they are. Push it to the limit. <laughs> oh, God. I need my video editing software. <laughs> so, I'm cut back. That song that Bulk and Skull used back in season three. Oh, 
Shape it up, shape it up, Falcon and Skull. skull. <laughs> it's a bad that it just popped right into my head again. That's been stuck in my head for 20 years. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just that it sometimes, you know, it goes dormant until somebody mentions it again. Okay, new plan so, next week. Oh, crap. Let's come back <laughs> over to Riley uh, hovering above a shirtless sleeping Coda while he's sleeping. Uh-huh. Like, time to wake up! Was it whistle in his ear? I guess Riley and his uh, friend aren't seeing each other anymore. Oh. I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, well Riley seems to have problems focusing on more than one thing at a time anyway. Uh-huh. And this week it is tormenting Coda. So, you know, making him run. Replacing his Bronto burger with salad. Oh. I mean, I like salad, but that's not in his diet. The salad is one thing. That green thing of drink of some kind of liquid with the with the you know algae of it clinging to the sides of the um of the um cup that's Took another you a thing while to figure out the word for cup didn't <laughs> I was trying to describe I was trying to describe what was in the cup oh, well it's working though cuz Koda's kicking ass and everyone's wearing a shirt with his picture on it uh-huh. Also, those shirts don't come free to make. No, they don't. They spent a lot of money in this episode to tell a very non-standard story, and that's great. It is? Yes. Yes, oh. it is. I also like the sports covers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Full of references. Uh-huh. Let's see here. Uh, they refer to Iris Hampton, the casting director. Player of the year, inspiring a generation. <laughs> uh, they throw in a shout-out to uh, Yoshi's brother. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Peter Sardarso. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty great. No, there there's a lot of like time and effort put into this episode and money. I'm impressed that Coda can sign his name. Um I'm impressed he got some sure somebody's name. Oh, look how he's holding the pet, the marker. <laughs> yes, the same uh, way he was yeah. writing the wish episode too. Uh-huh. I guess, I guess he did write that, didn't he? So I'm starting okay. to think, that, like, the last few episodes that have been kind of, you know, um, underwhelming were kind of that way just so they could afford to do this one. Because they were saving all this money to do stuff, co- some completely ridiculous, silly stuff. Like this, <laughs> just, yeah. Just throw Sentai footage at it. I mean, it kind of works out for them since they had to use a lot of Sentai footage for those kind of episodes anyway. Those episodes are more of like, let's get this plot stuff out of the way and go back to having fun. Well, that too, but they can kill both birds with one move. They have before, but... Like a shotgun? Yeah. With a shotgun, you can kill like six or seven birds. (laughs) Maybe they like... And maybe a lawyer. Maybe they like like carnival as much as I did. I don't know. Topical humor. (laughs) Oh, no. Shooting lawyers is always funny. So yeah, uh, the uh, rangers meanwhile are busy doing you know actual ranger stuff. They're busy uh, working. Yes, Kendall is developing a, yet a new Dino Charger. Also, uh, I like the implication that this episode takes place over the course of like you know four or six weeks, at least. And this one monster is just running around training its Vivix all that time and not actually <laughs> doing anything else. Uh huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Meanwhile, like, the ship is just overflowing with cupcakes because nobody's there to eat them. <laughs> I keep making these. <laughs> Fury, it's, it's actually Fury's plan to get all the cupcakes to himself. Damn cat. 
Just like one, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, they you know they had this new diet charger. They need to go test it out. Riley's like, no, 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 no. Coda has training. Not you know like anything responsible to save the world or anything, but baseball. Important. <laughs> Coda has to go fulfill my dream. I mean his dream. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, he you know wins the gets a winning home run, and they're going to the championship. Code is so After, excited. Like three games. He joined late in the season. <laughs> so cut back to the um, to uh, sports bonky training his Vivics, who are having to lug around giant stone boulders, uh, while explosions erupt all around them. Oh, it's Sakamoto training. Yes. <laughs> and there was some writer style special training earlier with boulders being thrown down the quarry at him. Yes. <laughs> Skyrider sky style. Um <laughs> So yeah, they uh Riley and Coda enter the power chamber again, only to you, you know, why not? It's like, hey, um, yeah, monsters are they're you know They're doing something. Up. They're gathered up. We need to go, you know, do something about them before they spill up strength or do something bad because that's what they're here for. Where I was like, oh no, we got the championship. Too important. Just call me if you need me. Everybody just looks completely unconvinced. Also, isn't it kind of a problem that, like, for however long they've been there training, this is the first time they've actually detected them? Uh huh. <laughs> that seems it like was fun. probably the explosions. Probably. The Earth, the earth is big. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you spend a little less time on the chi- on the Chargers next time, Ms. Morgan. <laughs> I like Moore is the only one that looks like like she's just the only one that looks like she wants to just cuss them out. <laughs> and she would too. I kind of wish she did. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he kind of wants to conk their heads together, <laughs> which would hurt Riley a lot more than Coda. So yeah, um, the Rangers come upon the monsters training. And uh, Sports Monkey finally realizes the bat he has is not his. It's supposed to be special. It's supposed to have explosives in it. It's a special bat. There is no other like it. <laughs> yes. So apparently Coda has also been using the very same bat this entire time. Well, we knew that. Yes. But, you know, that's not how it happens in baseball. But regardless. Well, Yeah. That's how he's been apparently knocking all these home runs, evidently. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Rangers are like, uh, that's probably bad, even though he's been slamming balls against it for weeks now. Ah, wow. well, the the, the issue that's... is that the monster has the ability to um, control detonate it. Right, If he's course. close enough to it. And apparently they've been watching all of Coda's baseball games because they're well aware of his rising stardom. Uh <laughs> So the plan now is to actually go to the stadium and explode the bat and take as many people with as possible. Which is kind of um kind Dark. of a rough thing for a kid's show these days. Bombs in a baseball stadium? Yeah. Trying yeah. to trying to rack up as many civilian casualties as possible. <laughs> yeah. I mean just think about that for a second. I did. You know. So yeah, the Rangers come in, steal Coda's bat, run off. <laughs> and Ryla's like, okay, I, I mean, we, no, no, I need to win this. 
I've wanted to win this since I was in Little Leagues. <laughs> but I was terrible. <laughs> I, I was terrible. And Coda again proves he is better than anybody. <laughs> and convinces Riley to actually do his job. <laughs> this just a... a, a now, just oh, and of course, now. earlier, they took a while to respond because Riley left his communicator in his locker. And he uh -huh. locked Coda's up in there, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really like of that shot where Bold Ranger is going to be uh, leaving yeah. the communicator behind. I really like that <laughs> shot with Bold in more ways than on. one, he has suddenly turned into Tommy. Well, in that way, he's turned into Tommy, and in the other way, he's turned into JDF. Oh, God. Uh, but I like when they run out of the stadium. Shelby's, like, holding the bat, like, okay, now what do we do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Some days you just can't get rid of a bat. It's interesting, though, that the, um, when he reaches down to pull out his energem, there's a brief, a brief glimpse where you can see that uh, he didn't shave his chest for this episode. <laughs> okay. Which is just sort of a weird little continuity thing, like... Whenever the Rangers take off their shirts, they're always shorn clean so they don't look like they're older than what they're supposed to be. Uh-huh. But, whoops. <laughs> I did not notice that. Production error. <laughs> or something. So, uh, yeah, uh, Coda runs in, tosses the bat into the sky, and it blows up. And it... Like, oh, wait. Magic bat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I kind of throws it into the sky instead of throwing it at the villains. Well, that's farther away from things, though. <laughs> like, the special effects don't really convey it as well as it could have, but I think the intent is, you know, he threw it many hundreds of feet up in the air before it exploded. If he would have yeah. just thrown it across the street at the villains, the blast probably still would still taken. be street level. And, yeah. yeah, it would still cause a lot of collateral damage. Like, basically, Coda would have been throwing it as far away from anything as he could without really is, thinking of anything else. Which is this guy. Right, that's the biggest thing around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Typically, yes. And I like, yeah, like, Coda has that realization, that moment, magic bat? Did I hit those home runs? And Tyler's just like, maybe. <laughs> it's like, uh, we got to you know, deal with this first. Well, so, and yeah. I, like, I like, too, that they don't just immediately invalidate everything Coda did up to that well, point. He, he, they he just kind of make it ambiguous, like, he, we he don't really did. know if that was you or the bat, dude. Yeah, he also did just kind of, like, toss a bat hundreds of feet. The power was in him all along. Well, as we'll see. So, anyway, Kendall runs in, finally remembering she can transform as they're fighting the monster. It is like... Return of stock footage. Yeah. Here. Here. Have, have, have the new uh, thing that uh, we talked about earlier. That yes. Riley refused Five. to help us test. Yes. Well, no, she sticks around. She just kind of oh, goes yeah. off screen for a little bit. She goes. She goes off screen when Kirijer footage pops up again. Because <laughs> I think in the original she was literally just there to deliver the battery and then leave. So was it just Yayoi, or is it, or was it Violet? No, I mean Violet was there because you could see okay. that there was uh, stock footage with Violet because oh, okay. the gold suit. Gold gold is gold again. Again. Yeah, gold oh, yeah, is gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look for either the gold ranger or the beige ranger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dyna beige. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they blow up the monster with the new uh, toy, and um, then they make the entire uh, team of Vi uh, Vivix and the. Uh... I do like the one Vivix just pounding the uh, make grow button. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, time to summon the swords. And hey, guess what? Uh, Kendall actually gets the pilot 
co-pilot this time again. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Good for her. I love how Sentai this fight is. Uh-huh. It also is. a basketball fight at giant scale. Yeah, this is... Yeah, this is also uh, in more ways than one, as you can see. Yes. This is pretty great, actually. <laughs> and we finally get to see the um, super drive armor for purple. Yes! That exists. It's a thing. Yeah, they made a toy of it. Now, now, now Super. They, now they cannot, you know, have no excuse not to use it. Oh, they don't need an excuse. They just won't use it. Then <sighs> <laughs> suddenly, some blue things show up with baseball bats. Those are the um, general uh, minions that they don't really spotlight much in this in uh, Dino Charge. I've never seen them. They've they've shown up. Occasionally. They've been in the background in a couple episodes. They're basically like the Sigourman of this of uh, Kyoryuger. It's just Dino Charge hasn't really focused on. Looks like they're wearing like one of those hemorrhoid pillows around their necks. Yeah, that's them. Yeah. I think they called them spike balls. Why would you oh, call yeah. a hemorrhoid pillow a Why would you call a hemorrhoid pillow a spike ball? That sounds like the worst advertising ever. Hmm. So, blow up the monster and cut back to the baseball stadium. I want to go to the baseball stadium. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, they have, you know, they're they're within one point, but they need, you know, somebody to hit a hard run to win. So, it's up to Coda. Strike one, strike two. <laughs> yes. Coda needs to believe in himself. Yes. So he, he thinks needs I'm... to get the shoes off of his feet. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then probably my favorite part of the whole episode. When he just yeah. snarls at the pitcher. <laughs> and he decides, I'm going to bat one-handed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and it goes back to the beginning of the episode when Riley's teaching him how to hold a bat, and Coda's all like, this feel wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Not how you use club. His hands choked up all high on it too, and he's uh-huh. gonna swing this bat one-handed. I love how I love how worried the pitcher looks when he growls. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> what steroids is he on? This real thing is this guy about to charge the some? mound and beat me to death? <laughs> if he had lost, he might have. You know, Riley did say to just be himself. <laughs> just come at him with it. Like well, no. I- if he lost, would he have cared? No. no. This is Coda. This is true. Riley would have. Well, that's why he would have cared. You know, also, I really love that shot of Coda walking to the plate where the camera's set low and the crowd's cheering behind him. He's got the bat over his shoulder. Uh-huh. That, that's a, a really cool-looking shot. It is, and they actually and they use an actual stadium, it looks like, for that shot. Yeah. So, on location. Kind of a change from his first... Uh, at plate appearance, where he uh, gets a, his uh, helmet with the bat. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he knocks the ball into orbit. I guess it was really him all along. Uh-huh. And I don't think anybody learned any lessons throughout this entire episode. Right, because what the moral <laughs> of this episode should be is to Riley to not make other people live out your dreams for you. Instead, Coda just lives out his dream for him. Yeah. And really doesn't seem that satisfied by it. He's like, yep. That's what? great. I'm what? still empty inside. Uh, he, he, he can be satisfied with the paycheck he gets. 
And then we find out that Riley forgot to negotiate for salary. (laughs) No, but like, the whole purpose of this should have been the lesson of Riley needs to learn to be satisfied with himself as he is and not make somebody else play out the dream that he never could. But no, there is no lesson in this episode. There's not even the lesson of don't use a magic tool to, you know, help you do something that you need to learn to do yourself. Nope. It just, like, it completely misses the point of everything. (laughs) And it feels like it did that completely on purpose. Quite possibly. (laughs) And even if it didn't, I don't care. (laughs) (sighs) Now, here's the important question that goes with this episode. Okay. So, Keeper. Yes. What sport would he like? Oh, Curling. He can use his staff. <laughs> and and isn't it pretty much all about fucking uh with the other fucking up at the other people's stuff? Yeah, it is. I actually quite enjoy um curling in the Winter Olympics. No, I was thinking Keeper would probably have fond memories of like the origins of basketball. You know, in Central America. Using severed heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I, I just imagine an epilogue to this where he's, you know, sitting in the power chamber telling them the story of how he helped invent basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I still kind of just want an episode that's a montage of all the things Keeper did for 65 million years. The Keeper highlight reel. And of course, the point is, is that he never doesn't to, even try. Somebody just needs to like, to like draw that, uh-huh. like as, as a series. Like, I yeah, don't Keeper know, just like, needs to be wandering through. Him, like, origin of basketball is just him nonchalantly tossing a head in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he just needs to be like wandering through different situations, and just by his being there, he's and making this... yeah major things happen. But he doesn't, he, he, doesn't, he's, most... he's sailing a boat across the uh, Atlantic Ocean, and he sort of nudges an iceberg out of his way. Yes, with his staff. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the, the thing is, he does all this stuff, but he does it in the most quietly horrifying way possible. <laughs> with no malicious intent or anything, he just, you know, he just is. Because he hasn't tried. <laughs> no, no, it's not that there's no malicious intent, there's no provable malicious intent. <laughs> well, yes. That's what we want. That's to keep right there. Or like, like he's might... not saying that he's murdering these people, but he's not really giving any evidence that he's not either. Well, and like, yeah, there's malicious intent, but the malicious intent may not be towards what actually happens. Look, I mean, he's been around for sixty-five million years, if not longer. He needs to entertain himself somehow. Um, no, but like, if you think about, it, he drove the dinosaurs to extinction and most other life on Earth. In the act of trying to murder Sledge and company, he wasn't really setting out to destroy all life on Earth. That was just a bonus. <laughs> sit around for decades while the dinosaur watch the dinosaurs slowly die off. Yeah, eighty percent of a keeper's job is determination. The rest is a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if nothing else from Dino Charge, at least keeper's a keeper. Yeah. Which is great, too, because I was so apprehensive about Keeper in that first episode. Uh-huh. Just like, why do we need to introduce this weird little alien character? And, oh, shit, what'd he just do? <laughs> it, 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 was, it was kind of this a bit of, 
Why didn't they just use Tor? Oh, well, okay, never mind. I mean, they could have used Torin for that role, too. They could have. But Keeper's a lot creepier. He is. And it works better that way. It does. Well, they do still have to introduce the Silver Ranger, you know? Yeah, that's going to be weird no matter what they do at this point. It's me, Tommy. Tommy is Tyler's real dad. Well, I'm trying to think if that's better. Tyler's real mom was kind of a slut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's be honest. Tyler's mom doesn't actually know who Tyler's dad is. But she's narrowed it down quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) She remembers what province she was in when she was conceived. (laughs) Maybe not what continent, but what province. Tyler's mom got around. When she got around the house, she got around the house. <laughs> so what you're saying is Tyler's mom is fat. Fat and slutty. Mm. Like your mom. Of course. Yes. You're listening to Superhero Time. <laughs> That's right. I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Push your balls in my top. I'm Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth, I will pop. I'm Mr. Bucket. Walk and run. I'm Mr. Bucket. The game's Mr. Bucket. The first to get their balls in, and Mr. Bucket wins. But look out, because the balls will pop out of his mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. The balls pop out of my mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. A ball is what I'm about. I'm Mr. Bucket. Walk and run. I'm Mr. Bucket. Yeah, so now that we've discussed all the ways we can fry a pig man, uh, Mickey, how about you do the summary? Okay, let's go. Oh, let's... Uh, no, that was a couple of years ago, Mickey. <laughs> let's go. Right. Let's driving? Uh, still... That too. Still missing it. Um, cube for it. Cube, uh, cube, cube, cube. All right, anyway, okay, so... Uh, Tokubger. Tokubger. I would watch that. <laughs> Trains are basically, you know... Well, trains are trains are rectangles. Yes, but you know, they have six sides. They're long cubes. <laughs> Stupid long, long cubes. Long cubes. <laughs> okay, so the team was out there on the street passing out flyers, trying to find their missing cube. Well, the team and Amu. Yeah, Amu's there, um, orgasming over a milkshake. Yes. <laughs> it's the simple thing. Yeah, I kind of do too. Maybe I'll get one tomorrow. But uh, then Naoto in the distance. This show makes me fat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yamato notices in the distance, you can see it coming closer, uh, a bunch of triangles. Ah, oh, it's an excuse to use the mecha early in the episode. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, li- I do like that when they when they all lean into the camera to look up at it, Amo still just has her drink looking. <laughs> <laughs> She's almost caring about what's going on. Almost. So the problem I have with this sequence, um, as we get to the mecha, that is not the uh, the drink in the mouth thing. The problem I have with this is they immediately go to form a Megazord, taking out their only flying unit when they are being set upon by massive numbers of flying they don't things. don't have a flying unit. Do well, it? the eagle? Oh, yeah. Eagles tend to fly. They have... <laughs> <laughs> Does the shark fly? No, it swims. In Doku, they do. The, the, the shark... sharks are fish. They swim. They don't fly. <laughs> they swim through the air. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like Skybite. Yes, exactly. 
Um, but you know, th- this is one of those requisite. Well, we're going to be doing thing, other things with the episode, so we have to get this promotion out of the way. Episodes. Yes. Yeah, we we have to have our uh, contractually obligated uh, giant battle. Bat- battle. Uh-huh. And, and leading the squadron of fighters is th- the satanic version of Pudgy Pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> I was thinking uh, it was that one, um, the the Pokemon with the knight helmet. Um, that bug thing? Yeah, I can't ever think of its name. Escargon? It reminds me of uh, Telefatsigator. It's T-Rex Bunky. From, uh, or, what, or whatever uh, his name is from uh, Auburn Ranger. I like Satanic Pudgy Pig myself. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that also fits. It's horrifying. <laughs> well, it's okay. It's, we don't have to, it's okay, we don't have to see much of him. Mostly right. just legs. So as we plow our way through the mecha battle, um, eventually Satanic Pudgy Pig uh, blasts off again and lands head first into the, the same forests. The little legs sticking up like some kind of Wizard of Oz witch. And I, I like that the Rangers are looking for him, and Amu's looking right at the legs. And it's like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And she comments, maybe he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're cold. I, I, I love, I love every one of these assholes. Yes. Also, of course she's cold. She's a cat. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know. If he was dead for a day longer, she would start eating him. <laughs> But let's find somebody, though. A Into... wild gorilla appeared. Larry, yeah. the Rasta gorilla. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, the Larry. team thinks he's a death alien, and he's not, and he's surprised to find, oh, there's other humans here. Hooray, I'm not alone. Amigos! <laughs> Yes, not only is he a Rasta He's gorilla. He's a Spanish Rastafarian gorilla. Yes, he is. I love the typesetting in this episode. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Every time he says no. <laughs> now, Fort Max, Ignis does the typesetting for this, right? Yeah. Good job, Ignis. <laughs> it's very good, actually. <laughs> and then after that point, he immediately, immediately cuts to the monster with his legs up in the air, and he's like, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, settle down there, Sparky. This episode ain't about you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this episode is now about us all because his teammate is calling him stupid. <laughs> so he says, "Screw you guys! I'm gonna kill them myself." <laughs> I love that. He's just like, but they're like, it's episode five. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking the tropes. <laughs> So, Larry lives in a very vertical shack. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah, so, how many of these little shanties are out here in the forest, anyway? Yeah, the funny thing is, this forest actually is just the park in downtown Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So, they try to get Larry to use the cube to look human, but it doesn't work. Because the cube actually has a built-in piss test in it, and he <laughs> failed the shit out of it. He is high as a kite. <laughs> so let me learn the cool thing, which is that he's a scientist. Yes. He's a Spanish Rastafarian gorilla scientist. <laughs> how, how many it's more... like they just rolled dice for adjectives <laughs> to, to develop the character. <laughs> it's like, how many 
more can we add to it? There's at least one, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, post. Well, yeah, there is one at other. Well, we'll get post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we watch Fies. <laughs> so uh, apparently, um, when he was out exploring, he got locked out of the gate. So he's been stuck here for a while. Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to be friends with humans because they're pretty cool. What could possibly go wrong? Now, of course, you know the reason why he got... And, of course, he got locked out of the gate because uh, Kaiser took the, took one of the keys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but, um, but, but he learned the hard way that humans are bastards. Well, no! but first, but first... Yes, but first, uh, we have, he reacts to the fact that Yamato is not a human. Yes, no! as, he as he pulls out his <laughs> special human tea... Filled with lots of um, mushrooms and peyote. <laughs> Yamato re- reveals, oh, I'm a, I actually am a human. And we get the nose. No! <laughs> Yamato is confused. Amu is irritated. And Tusk I, is just I, I, I like that Yam- exhausted. <laughs> Amu's first reaction is... What did you do to him? Yeah, she played <laughs> Yamato. <laughs> Yamato's only just been standing there. But no, it's okay. I... It's it's not Yamato. It's all humans. Yes, because um, yeah, he had a bad experience, to put it mildly. Yeah, so he somehow managed to teleport himself in the middle of large crowds with no one noticing him <laughs> until he says the word hello. Hola. Then they freak out. It's, like, it's a gorilla wearing clothes. Don't say anything. Maybe he won't notice us. It's talking to us. Oh, shit. Run. <laughs> they hate every ape they see, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. No! Guy is, when it comes to gorilla scientists, this guy is no Dr. Zayas. <laughs> no, he is not. But no, then th- th- he, he ran into a police officer. And, and, well. do, and the police officer does what police officers do. Immediately shoot starts shooting innocent people. Yes, of course. He's oh, not. God. He's not innocent. He's a gorilla. Well, he's not people. Oh, <laughs> gorillas are people too. This gorilla is. Look, if he didn't want to get shot, he shouldn't have been walking there. Stop resisting. All right, so um, he runs off to sulk, and Leo and Sela say. What the shit? Uh, Yamato's cool. And he's like, no, he's not. He's human. As he clutches the bullet still lodged in his arm. God. For being a ridiculous episode, this episode has some dark moments in it. Which makes which makes which kind of makes me um hopeful for you know things as they go along. It provides us contrast to the rest of the silliness. Uh-huh. Yeah, it whiplash is pretty quick. Yeah. Yes. So uh, speaking of whiplash to silliness, um, back at the house. Grandpa is giving hints of his true personality. <laughs> oh my god, Uncle! Like, Whatever. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> the same thing in Japan. Yes. Uh, so as he uh, Michael Myers his way up to the window that Leo's looking at, <laughs> holding an axe. Leo pisses himself. Must have taken note from Keeper. Maybe he is Keeper. Yeah. Uncle Keeper. <laughs> He reminds him, you were supposed to chop wood so we don't freeze to death tonight. 
All right, so the team blah, blah, blahs and comes to a decision of we need to help Larry like humans because humans are great and he's in pain. So they get the best idea. So um, <laughs> the girls sneak up on Larry in his secret garden where he's harvesting herbs. herbs. <laughs> <laughs> so the girls say, oh, we'll, we'll help you harvest your herbs. herbs. So, yes, and while we're at it, we will uh, treat your post-traumatic stress disorder by triggering it without your knowledge or consent. Oh, Hi. God. Here's Yamato. Oh! <laughs> what I really love is, is the camera you know, follows the girl's left and then goes a little bit right, and Yamato's like there in the scene unannounced. Oh, he's, just waiting off, he's just waiting off camera to jump in. He just teleports in. <laughs> yeah. Already pulling up um, herbs. <laughs> so surprising uh, Larry with his object of fear didn't work out so well. Let's try it again. <laughs> almost, and then they, they almost get Yamato murdered, impaled. Yeah, now that he's uh, consumed his herbs and is clearly <laughs> paranoid, <laughs> they surprise him again, and Larry throws him into a tree back first. Uh-huh. And then they drop buckets full of water on his head, which bounce off, and like, damn. And then the pole he was carrying lands right between his legs. Well, that's okay. He's never going to use those parts anyway. Damn. Not in a Sentai. Not in Japan. Oh. So Larry's heading up and says, leave me this shit alone. As one does. Mm-hmm. So Larry walks off in one direction, and Yamato walks off in the other direction. And apparently they circled the entire Earth. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens a few minutes later they run into each other again. <laughs> While Yamato is talking to a deer. A doe? A female a deer. deer. A female deer. <laughs> I can't figure out if that deer is fake or real. I'm leaning towards fake, but I, I think a good fake. I think when it's, it's real. It's real. It's, not, it's, it's a fake. Well, wait a <laughs> Uh, depends. I was I was thinking in the shot where they're like both in the same frame together. Yes, it's a fake. When it's cut to where you're just looking at the deer running off, that's a real one. No, because it, it moves even in both shots. And Toei yeah. doesn't have a, that, that much of a, of a what? That's true. This is Japanese CGI we're talking about. This even, is oh, I'm even, no, I'm not even talking CGI. Ken, there is such a thing as puppets. Yeah, Toei doesn't have that budget. <laughs> If they did, it would be a really large puppet or a really miniaturized one. That's the only thing they're good at making. They can't make life-size stuff. <laughs> and it wouldn't look that good. <laughs> so, um, oh, it could have been composited in. Yeah, possible. That's probably more likely. Yes. That's... All right, so Larry realizes that Yamato does care about him, and so maybe he's okay. He was um, wrong. It was Earth all along. <laughs> No. So as they're shaking hands to cement their friendship, uh, Larry's gorilla tail. <sighs> just, just don't. Just don't. But I'm. I no, don't think gorillas just, just don't. <laughs> well, something, something, something on Larry engorges. <laughs> yes, it does. Engorges. Alerting them to the, the presence of danger. So, what's going on? Well, Ecliptor is wandering the forest. It just, he's just going for a 
walk, really. Well, he's, he's looking for a pudgy pig. I, I, I like how he's like, you guys weren't supposed to show up. Get out. Get, go. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not time for us to have a climactic battle. Come back in 30 episodes. It's only episode <laughs> five. Come on. So what do they do? They shoot him in the back. Our heroes. heroes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. Cube-based weapons don't seem to have much effect on something made of cubes. <laughs> Alright, so they basically get their asses hand on, handed to them. Yeah, he, Red comes in and joins them in the fight. Because he's just too hard. Yeah, he's so hard that it's just... Uh-huh. Penis joke. I can't think of anything. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Um, blah, 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 let's get our cartoon hands and feet going on. And watch him beat the shit out of, Yam- out of Yamato. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're um, flying everywhere. I yeah, like, the feathers were a really nice touch. And I like the one shot where Yamato is trying to take off to get some distance, and he just grabs him and pulls him back down, like, all in one pass. Yeah. That's a, it's a really cool-looking shot. Uh-huh. Which, with a lack of flying rangers, we don't get to see something like that very often. Yeah, he just slams them into the ground and feathers go everywhere. It's mm-hmm. pretty great, actually. Blood and feathers went everywhere. Um, so, Demorph, and he gets thrown off a cliff to die yet again. He's good at that. Also good at surviving afterwards. Yamato, the human bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> human ragdoll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Larry comes down and pumps him full of, uh, well, gorilla essence. <laughs> well, that's not untrue. And no, then kind not. of just limps off. Uh-huh. Spent. Not able to walk correctly. That's not ominous at all. Well, no, Ken. Fort Max were carrying on with the joke we were making. I think you're the only one left out. So, uh, it's morphing time. We're back in more state. <laughs> and then, um, so let's, let's see. The, <laughs> yes. The gorilla powers. Um, so they finally I, made a monkey out of him. Why, Yamato gets so angry he tears his own face off. Yeah, that's <laughs> not quite the visor flip up I was expecting. I was expecting some stock footage, actually. He just straight up pulls his mask up. It kind of looks like he's ripping his face off by the chin. Yeah? Uh huh. Well, Mickey, it's, if you were going to rip your face off, where would you start from? Probably the forehead. Uh, I don't know. Like, there isn't really anything to get a grip with there. Yeah, it's too smooth no, of a curve. You take your nails in, and you just rip and pull down while you're screaming. Uh, it would awesome. I don't know. That's, that seems like trying to peel an apple with, like, you know, your hand. Why would you peel an apple? He basically, he basically did it like he, like he pulled off those masks in Mission Impossible. Okay, so it'd be like trying to peel a potato with your hands. How about How that? How you peel a potato? To make mashed potatoes. You can leave the skin on the mashed potatoes. Okay, whipped potatoes. Uh, why don't you just go for something that makes more sense, like peeling an orange or a cantaloupe? Well, no, because you can actually peel an peel orange with... cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, you can't actually peel an orange with your hands. It's kind of impossible to peel a potato with your hands. You need some kind of tool. You're a tool. Sometimes, yes. Okay, so um, so we're in gorilla mode now, which 
somehow looks pretty amazing. Somehow. I'm Damn, not impressed by the work yeah. they put into that suit. Well, it like, is, uh, that's a lot of foam. Like in a still that shot. That is uh, in a, in a, very in a, uh, Power Rangers in space battleizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, it's, though, it's, though my favorite parts are the hands. Yes, yes. Which, he, which he can't even move. You, uh-huh. He just has fists and open palm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, when beating his chest, he's using the open palms. Yes. Well, it makes a louder sound if you slap your chest with your open hands. Except he isn't close. really doing that. <laughs> also, I believe I'm bruised now. <laughs> But you asserted your manliness, though, and the rest of us cowered. Yes, I did. He also uh, turned the attacks with super breath. Well, that's a noted gorilla power, is they got super breath. Yes, of course. Okay. I really don't think Japan knows what a gorilla is. (laughs) I think they're showing a picture of one. Uh Like, oh, that has a tail, right? Sure. It's kind of like how the whole Kieran thing got started. Yeah. Okay, no, like the Kieran thing makes sense because if somebody showed you a picture of a giraffe, you'd think they're full of shit too. <laughs> That's true, uh, but you know, I say the same thing about elephants. You know, what, what is this mythical creature? I would say, fuck you, George Lucas made that at Lucasfilm. <laughs> I think, I think elephants are a little more credible than giraffes. I say horseshit. Giraffes like, are just crazy-looking horses. Elephants don't look like shit. They look like elephants. That looks like a poorly textured animal from Naboo. (laughs) (laughs) Just picture a Gungan riding an elephant and tell me it doesn't make perfect sense. Well, you're right. (laughs) They're fucking fake. (laughs) (laughs) That's Tusk. He's on a TV show. He's not real either. (laughs) (laughs) you're, You're saying an elephant is as real as a Power Ranger. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but what is real is the severe beatdown that Yamato gives Azald. Uh, it's kind of savage, actually. Yeah. So it all culminates in that gorilla upper that uh, knocks Azald on his ass. And makes it explode. Yeah, and then he dies. What the shit? Maybe. Well, don't get chunks of blue gore fell all over the forest. <laughs> well, um... Okay, so uh, my theory, since yes. um, Dungeon Master up there, you know, called off the continue, yeah, told he, he probably down. knows, you know, there's something more going on, and, like, since dude's made of cubes, he's probably gonna just pull himself back together after a while. I think he's about as dead as Fury is after he got his ass canned to him the first real time. Well... Maybe. Probably. At the moment, I'm enjoying them killing a general in episode 5. Well, and that, that's kind of the thing, too. Like, at this point, they're down to one functional general. Uh-huh. Because I, I don't think Naria is actually, a, you know... And they already had... She's didn't the they already kind of She's have a third general that they killed off in episode 1? Right, yeah. which that one you can assume was never meant to stay around anyway. Right. But I, I did. I did like that they referenced. Well, they're that not going to bring in anyone new for the villains this early either. Yeah, I also did like that they referenced that, like um, when after you know Yamato supposedly destroys him, they referenced the first episode monster too. Like, oh yeah, he was supposed to be important. <laughs> <laughs> so either um, what's his face, 
What is the main guy's name? Dungeon Master? Penis. Okay. Penis. Dungeon Master Penis. Um, <laughs> so e either he's just like exceptionally, uh, you know, like, well, he died, oh well, or there's something else going on. Well, it's not even that he died, it's just, well, he lost. Yeah. Tough shit. Next game. <laughs> yeah. So, hooray, they won. Let's go find Larry and celebrate. And hey, where'd he go? Off to oh. die. He was right here, even though he wasn't at all. <laughs> like, seriously, Yamato was acting like he was right next to him. Well, the last time Yamato paid attention, he was. Yeah. Yamato paying attention. For brief moments, yes. Once so it was a good episode. Yes. Joyzer seems to have a habit of doing that. Good. And the writer did kill off a gorilla, apparently. Well, we'll have to see. Juodra is so good. Yes. I mean, I mean that, I'm glad. that gorilla muscle suit really could have gone very badly. It could have. But it didn't. But somehow it looks good in motion. Yes. I think part it's of in, it is because... It's embracing it, the silliness is what it is. It, I, it looks a lot better in motion than it is in stills. I think what's helping, though, is the... We're already accustomed to the cartoony fists and stompy feet that yeah. the other Rangers have, and it's sure. still still in the same vein as that. It's true. What is that noise? Might, might have been an error message on my end, sorry. No, it sounds like a TV or a radio. It's a Fort Max? Is it? No. Then it's probably me. Oh, okay. So yeah, much as I hate the Jew-Oger designs, the characters and overall writing are pretty good, so it's a good balance. I mean, I'm even okay with the suits now. Yeah. yeah they're not cool suits, They just so need to stop having them. the nipple eyes light up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fort Max, maybe you should stop staring at their nipple eyes. Yeah, their eyes are up here. Their well, no, eyes. their eyes are down there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> No, the ranger suits don't bother me, and um, the Megazord suit actually looks good as a suit. Like, the design is solid, it's just the toys that are bad. It's just the deluxe toys. Yeah. I that mean, the candy the candy toys aren't great either, because they have to, like, parts form a lot to be poseable. But, like, the design itself they use for the suit, it's fine. This was kind of interesting how it sort of borrows some from Goanger, Wild Force, and Ninja Storm in terms of the Zord design. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's it getting from Ninja Storm? The main combination of Eagle, Shark, Lion in the same colors. Uh, wasn't Ninja, Ninja Storm, Storm was Blue a dolphin. Was a dolphin? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a shark. Nope. That's oh, well, a dolphin. They'll shit in my mouth. It is kind of borrowing the power-up animal thing from Nin from a uh, Ninja Storm, though. Oh, on the other hand, you could just call that a Gal Ranger callback too. Like they're not docking his arms, but it's the same concept. Well, you know, sharks and dolphins are the same species, though, right? Fish. I don't know. Put two, put two together and see if they breed. Yeah, dolphins like the chicken of the sea, or something, right? Yes. So a dolphin's actually a bird. 
Yeah, but they evolved from dinosaurs. Wait, are dolphins and penguins the same thing? Like, are penguins know. just dolphins that walk on land? Or maybe I'm thinking of manatees. Yeah, you're thinking of manatees. Those are the land-based dolphins. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, well, there's actually dolphins, dolphins that have fangs. Manatees are internet providers of the sea. <laughs> the cow drowned. I've petted a manatee once. It was neat. Oh. You're not supposed to. Oh. It's illegal. Well, good job, Mickey. You probably made it die. I didn't make it die, but I made a motorway it probably did later on. Oh, no, it probably just, you know, scarred it horribly. Now its mother probably kicked it out of the nest. (laughs) (laughs) I think Formex has trumped this joke line. Well, that happens. Formex has to save up for most of an episode, but it usually happens. And next week we get to watch the the Jewelgers meet Ghost. Well, for us, it'll be like two weeks, because we still have episode six yes. to do in the meantime. By that time, episode seven will be available, we can skip six entirely. But why would we do that? Because Ghost. Is in episode seven. Well, whatever. <laughs> Maybe we'll just call in I sick I know what I week. mean. Maybe we'll just call in sick that week. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. We'll just declare that non-canon. Since that's apparently a new ability we've discovered. <laughs> Just retcon whole podcast out of existence. Crisis on infinite superhero times. <laughs> Isn't one enough? I don't know, it feels like we've been doing this for infinite time. We have yeah. two Chris's. Sometimes three. Not Chris's, crisis. Wouldn't it be crises? If it's plural? No, we have infinite Chris's on singular superhero time. <laughs> No, we only have two. Didn't we have three at one point? Um, well, let's see. Triplet was never on. McFeely wouldn't come on. <laughs> um, now, I can't recall. Uh, Canadian? TM2 won't go... Oh, yeah, Christina. Yeah, Christina. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, we had three at one time. There you go. She's going to be mad I forgot she was on. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I guess we did have three Chris's at one point. Well, there you go. I have an excuse. I don't, use, I don't remember people's real names. Right. Well, I have an excuse, too. I just forget people. <laughs> you forget the little people. At yes. least you're honest. The people that aren't you. Exactly. <laughs> they're unimportant. Unless they're Giga Beetle. Giga Beetle's not a little person. Giga Beetle's bigger than all of us. We knew Giga Beetle before he was famous. Yes, we did. Or I did, anyway. I don't know when you guys caught on. Caught on? (laughs) We gave him his fame and we can take it away. (laughs) If I remember right, I followed Giga Beetle at the point when he had fewer followers than I have now. Which, considering he has in the thousands now, is kind of amazing. When's his book coming out? Uh, I thought it was supposed to be like the summer sometime. I wonder who has more followers, Giga Beetle or Lost Orbit. 
Well, um, has our Lord Taco tweeted lately? Uh, yeah, he's turned his bot back on. Yeah, I noticed. I meant, you know, has it been active he's got lately? Si- he's got 1,600 followers. Giga Beetle has more than that. Giga Beetle has like three or four thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand, okay. He's, he's gotten a few yeah. since the last time I checked. Good God. <laughs> well, you know, when you put when you put Batman's head on Godzilla, it tends to be popular. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Nice cross-section. Gosh, I was as great as Giga Beetle. Don't we all? Nobody's as great as Giga Beetle. That's what makes him Giga Beetle. Or something, I don't know. It sounded cool when you started. Perhaps being Swedish is what makes Giga Beetle. It's either that or the Coke. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) Great. Uh, So, as far as we know, we have next week's episode of Dino Charge and then Hiatus, right? That seems to be the case, yes. Good, good. It'll be easier to do two podcasts in one night, then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I expect so. Might at least two podcasts in a week. Do what? We might even release two podcasts in a week. Well, we might this week. We'll see. I'm going to be awful busy tomorrow. Why? This I'm episode may not even come tomorrow. out. What? I'm just going to be awful tomorrow. Yeah, probably so. They might want to take care of that before you leave the house. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. Now, I had a shrimp sandwich from Crystal a few weeks ago, and it was fucking delicious. What is it, like a fried shrimp sandwich or something? Yeah, it was, it was, it was popcorn shrimp inside one of their uh, uh, little miniature hot dog buns. Hmm. It was so fucking good. That actually does sound kind of good. It was like a little miniature po' boy. Anything else with it? Uh, there might be like mayonnaise or lettuce in it or something too. I don't really remember. I remember the shrimp were super crispy. Mm. I mean, if it's like fried shrimp that's probably frozen beforehand, that's probably yeah. that's probably fine. Yeah. Mm. Like I mean, grilled I'm... shrimp? No, I'm not doing that from. Oh, fresh fu- uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Is that I mean... a taco pad? Or what did they have exactly? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it, I mean, it was not Either like. Way. It wasn't like e- popcorn shrimp. Either way, shrimp from Taco Bell. No. No, you know that the Taco Bell has not added in a fish taco, despite how popular that they've become here recently. Well, it's probably too expensive for them. Also, I'm reminded of the last time I remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. When I went to um, BotCon 2011, I uh, ran into a bunch of people who went out to eat, and. Whoever got the shrimp tacos regretted it the next morning. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, it's not really a far leap of logic now, is it? Mm-mm. There's just some places you don't eat certain kinds of foods from. I mean, it was a nice enough looking place. Wait, is that racist? I mean, is a gas station a race? 
Oh, no, we didn't go to a freaking gas station. No, I know. I'm just, like, in general, though. It's Taco Bell. It's not like there's that big a difference. I didn't go to Taco Bell either. So, regardless, <laughs> um... Um... Yeah, there's there's some things I'll eat from a gas station and some things that, and many things I will not. Like, things to eat from a gas station. Pizza. Yeah. Candy. It, Candy, uh, yeah. Like, uh, um, soda. Chicken fingers. Like, like if it's like quick trip, no. they have they have a decent enough. Some some places do. Um, Does it come wrapped in plastic, wax paper, or a can? I'm not eating it from a gas station. <laughs> no. no, absolutely. Even not. if they serve Krispy Kreme. Well, Krispy Kreme comes mm-hmm. prepared from somewhere else. Is the thing? Yes, Krispy Kreme is it, it's it, they they have vendors that go out to various different places, including grocery stores. Right. And they're the ones that deal with them. They set up their own displays. We do not touch that. Right. Same way the soda It's not the gas station itself that ruins things, but the people who go to gas stations. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So you see the Krispy Kreme display at a gas station, I think, hmm, I bet your cigarette finger's been all over that. Yep. To be fair, I've never actually seen, like, an open Krispy Kreme display at a gas station. I have. Oh, well, yeah, they're down here around. Mm. Yeah. I'm more but, thinking, um, like, you know, the, the tray with the sealed boxes. Oh, I'm talking about, like, a, the, the doors with the wax paper. You put, fill up your own thing. Yeah, I've never seen uh, yeah. one of those I don't want in a gas don't station. Touch, I don't want to touch that at a gas station. Fuck, I want donuts now. God damn it. Oh, to be fair, oh. Mickey, you would eat basically anything right now. That's I, true. I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's. <laughs> one, I, I swear one day, every time we get talking about Krispy Kreme, I just want to just, like... Switch my call to my phone and just <laughs> drive. Ken, why do we hear honking coming from your call? <laughs> so I, I'm already done my summary. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, can we just eat a bag of pork rinds to cover the noise? Uh, you know, I really hate ho- ho- pork rinds, honestly. <laughs> we believe you. Eating them. You know what the worst part is, though? My what? mom loves pork rinds and makes me get them almost every time I go grocery shopping. So you buy, you buy they them more smell times. so bad. So you buy them 100% more times than I do. Fortunately, Aldi sells bags of pork rinds for like 79 cents. That's reasonable. Yeah, ben loves pork rinds, but I will not let him eat them while I'm in the house because the smell makes me want to vomit. Uh-huh. I mean, the concept of them makes me want to vomit. Uh-huh. The concept I can kind of understand. But what's the best part of fried chicken? The crispy skin. So what my mom used to do, what my mom used to do when she could cook, was you know she would get just you know regular bone-in chicken. She would take all the skin off of it and fry it and just eat the skin uh, while she was preparing the rest of the chicken. However, she was going to cook it. Does that taste like fried chicken skin, or does it end up being more like pork rinds? Was gross. I have no idea. I didn't try it, but she was only oh, she, oh, she never shared. I never wanted for one thing. Oh. <laughs> like chicken rind. Yeah, I mean that's basically what it was. Um, I I have a very very narrow tolerance for chicken skin. Like it's only once in a great while that I can tolerate the idea of eating it. Other times I'm just thinking about it too much. So now I'm picking up like pork rinds. Like, 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 just like, just like, totally decent. Just like, 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 just
understand this if not for the echo. Uh, he said, what if you de-skinned an entire pig and fried it and made a complete pork rind? <laughs> it's like one of those hollow chocolate Easter bunnies, only it's made of pork. And, oh then, what, and then what you do, you make a big batch of ham salad, and you fill the complete pork rind. Oh my god! <laughs> you just cut it open and just it just oozes ham salad. Yes. It's like a, a Cadbury ham egg. <laughs> oh, that's both fascinating and horrifying at the same time. <laughs> and like, if you're in the right area for it, you get a thing of head cheese and stick that in the head. <laughs> I know what I said. Oh, God. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.